So this week, I'm going to try something a little different. Instead of having a guest on with me on Leverage, I thought I would wing it all by myself and uh, do a little bit of a shorter soundbite on some things that are either coming up or I think are really relevant in the market that we're in. And this week, I want to talk about how to pick a real estate agent, uh, especially in a difficult market that we're in, but I would say just in general. And this is not, the caveat is not about pitching me, but I really, really um, cannot stress this enough. There are so many people who um, choose real estate agents just because they just don't know. And, And it's not, it's not a, it's, it's not a judgmental thing in any um, shape, way, or form. It's just a matter of, I think that people have a preconceived notion. And I think there's a lot of things that they don't know to ask. So we are currently going into a fall market that's tough. It is. Um, I always say good inventory always sells. Um, But even if you have really good inventory right now, I think um, you have to make sure that you have someone that. Um, knows what they're doing. So here are a couple of things I would say. First of all, first and foremost, if you do not have someone that you have worked with over the years, someone that you have a background with, and by the way, that doesn't mean you have to stick with them. I know people who have worked with others and have thought, you know what, maybe they're moving out of the business. They're not focused on it as much. They, they, you know, they want a bit of a switch, which is totally fine. I love loyalty, but I also recognize that it's one of the biggest investments of your life. You need to interview people. You would never pick the first contractor that walks through your door. You should interview as many agents. And I'm not saying have 10 people, but I would say to you have at least three. I always say actually have three quotes for any work that you want to do. And I would say the same with real estate agents. When you're interviewing them, I think it's important, obviously, to find out how active they are. But I also wouldn't say that the people that are doing 100 deals a year are necessarily the best choice either. I think there are some great new agents that have been in the business for a few years and are in a great brokerage that have great support and have the heart and dedication that could be really great fit for you as well. But you also want to ask them, and sometimes it's like as small as, do you put your cell phone number on your listing? Um, I know that sounds like a crazy thing to ask, but I can't tell you how many listings that I go to see or I have to follow up on or I'm looking into for buyer clients where their agents do not put their cell phone number, nor when you call the brokerage, will they give it out? Your agent should be accessible. And I have to almost say, if your house is on the market 24-7, not in the middle of the night, I go to sleep with a do not disturb, like focus on my phone. There's no question. But your your agent should be dedicated as much of the waking hours to your business. And that includes being accessible. In fact, we had a listing in an area where we also had a listing. And I asked someone on my team if they wouldn't mind calling this agent and finding out what kind of activity they were having. It was a new development. Just wanted to get some intel. This agent would not speak to other agents on the phone. You could only communicate with them by email. What if I had a buyer? What if I had a buyer and I needed information before that buyer wanted to put a 
um, offering and they were going out of town and I didn't have time for them to respond to the email. I needed to talk to them right now because I didn't have time to write up the offer the next day. Another story, and I'll leave you with this, is I had uh, a listing that a client went to see and the brokerage remarks, which only we can see on MLS and not the public, said that the listing agent was out of the country for three weeks and would only be accessible with delayed response times um, via email. So it's a huge one. Three, what kind of marketing will they be doing for you? So I would ask to see actual feature sheets, actual examples. There's a lot of different variations, different qualities that they that people put out. Um, what are they doing online? Will they do their own property website for you? Um, how many followers do they have on their own social? Do they push it on the social, on their social channels? Do they have a team who will also push it um, through their their team? Will they be promoting it through their brokerage? What kind of eyeballs do they dedicate getting you on your property? Um, open houses, 50-50, right? I, I definitely um, wouldn't say that you aren't going to sell your property because you don't have an open house, but I believe that every property deserves as much exposure as possible. Will they be doing an open house? How many open houses will they be doing? Um, and then I would say finally, what investment are they willing to put in for you and your property get top dollar? So do they cover staging or do they ask you to pay for it? Will they have the house cleans prior to? Do they do a home inspection prior to? Um, all of these things are very important. Again, um, I do believe that you get what you pay for. And some people might say, you know what, I don't want any of those extras and I would rather a cut in commission. And there are agents out there that build their business on a one and a half percent or a one percent. There is something for everybody, but I'm just going to put it out there. You get what you pay for. And I've dealt with a lot of them and they don't answer their phones, even when you have a buyer who is ready to purchase their property. So... Those are a couple of little things that I would say to you are really, really important when you're thinking about listing your property in any market, but especially in tougher ones where things do not fly off the shelves, that you really need to, to work at getting the attention of these agents. When there are showings, do these agents follow up with the showings or do they just wait for the phone to ring when they call? Do they give you access to the feedback that you're getting? Um, all of these things are key. Marketing emails, that's, I think, some of the best agents I've worked with. As soon as I book a showing at their property, I get an email making sure that it's as easy as possible for me to sell their property to my client as my team does as well. Um, I probably could go on for days about this, but I would caution anyone who's thinking about selling a property to really do their due diligence. Again, the phone call does not need to be to myself or my team, but make sure that you are interviewing and choosing the person that you trust and is delivering you the best effort possible because your property is worth it. Until next week, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Leverage.